0: Merry Christmas. I'm Pastor David Colt, lead pastor here at First Church. This is my wife, Crystal, who serves with us as pastor of adult shoppership. And we have Daisy and Gracie. And we're thrilled to have you joining us, whether you're from our St. Joe campus, Stevensville, Benton Heights, or maybe you're joining us for the very first time.
1: Welcome to our house. And as you're watching this Christmas morning, our house is filled with our kids. Our oldest son, Caleb, our youngest son, Jacob, and his wife, our new daughter-in-law, Casey. When they're with us, our house feels more like a home. But even more, when you, when we, when we all have moments, like Christmas, where Jesus is the natural focus as we all sit together, our houses kind of become, our homes become this divine vessel for the love of God, who gave His Son to be born in a manger to be our Savior.
0: So today, our hope is that your home feels wrapped in that kind of love, that kind of hope and joy and peace. If you don't have a church home, we would love to invite you to come join us either in person or online at one of our services. And you can find more information about our service times or locations at www.myfirstchurch.com.
1: So over this Christmas season, we're excited to have the opportunity to give to a special Christmas offering that's over and above our regular ties and offerings that will help us with a special local outreach project called The Laundry Hub. And to find out more about this special offering or to give, you can simply go to myfirstchurch.com forward slash Christmas. So
0: thanks again for having us in your home today. Let us encourage you, all of us, to welcome the Son of God, Jesus Christ, into our homes this Christmas morning. We pray that you have a Christmas filled with the love of Christ, the knowledge that He came for you, and He is one day coming again. We're thankful for all of you. We love you. Merry Merry Christmas.
2: Christmas. Well, good morning, First Church, and Merry Christmas. We are delighted to be in your homes with you today to worship together as a church all campuses and it's such an honor to be have all of our campus worship leaders together and so we can lead together in this time of worship so i hope you've had a great christmas morning so far and we look forward to spending the rest of the morning with you so let's worship today
3: so thankful for this time of uh, where we pause in the middle at the end of the year and just remember this amazing gift that you've given us uh, that you sent your son just uh, to move into the neighborhood and dwell amongst us the divine became flesh and lord we are just so thankful for this gift and uh, we just rejoice and we praise you here today in jesus name Issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in
1: Christmas
4: we feel so grateful that you have chosen to let us come into your home this morning on Christmas Day and here you are in our home too so welcome um, this is this is a special time and I, I mm. we really want this to be a you know a, a beautiful time of celebrating Christmas Day together as a church family in a different way than we usually do so we have been um, in a series of Advent series where we've been um, looking at um, inviting Jesus into our lives. Um, that first week it was be in my heart, and then it was um, be in my habits, and then we looked at being, inviting Jesus into our hardships. And uh, last night on Christmas Eve, it was um, be in our hopes. And so this morning, um, as we meet together on Christmas Day, uh, we're inviting Jesus to be in our homes. So um, would you, if you have a Bible handy, that would be great. We have no screens with the scripture text uh, written on it this morning. So um, if you have a Bible at home, that'd be great for you to open that up to Luke chapter 2 and follow along with us. Uh, in verses 1 through 7. You want to read that?
1: Sure. Okay. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room in the inn for them.
4: So Caesar Augustus decreed that all be registered Not a suggestion. This is a decree by the most powerful person in the world. Um, We see that all went to be registered. You know, when when Caesar tells you to do something, you do it. So, uh, not just some people, but everybody is on the move. That's a lot of people traveling. Uh, Where are they going? We see in the text here that, that each one is going to their own town. Not necessarily where they live, but... Um, where the, the home of their ancestral roots. So this is a big traffic jam. Uh, this is like, this is why we don't travel on the holidays. This is why you avoid the airports, right? Uh, we don't want to be traveling on these days, but Joseph and Mary, they don't have any choice. This is what they've got to do. Look at verse four. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David. So all the records for the descendants of David are kept in the city of David. That's Bethlehem. So Joseph has to travel 90 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It would take about a week to get there. Uh, It's quite a trip, and it's not just Joseph. It's Mary too. Look, so Joseph went to be registered with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. Mary is with child. She's very pregnant. She's like out to here. Uh, any doctor would say, sorry, you can't travel at this time in your pregnancy. But uh, she doesn't have a choice. She has to make this long journey with Joseph. So they arrive in Bethlehem. And then, verse 6, the time came for her to give birth. So they've traveled for 90 miles joseph walking mary on the back of a donkey they are tired exhausted smelly they need a bath um, they are in an unfamiliar city that they're not used to it's filled to capacity with others who are traveling there's no hospital there's no er room there's no modern medicine and this baby is coming like Mary saying joseph it's now right now verse seven And she gave birth to her firstborn son. Sometimes we make plans, but uh, things don't go the way we plan because life just happens. And literally, for Mary and Joseph, this baby, this new life happens. And we wish we had more details on how it happened, but we do know this. In verse 7, we read that she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger we've heard these words so many times um in our mind we see this cozy scene in a picturesque barn with uh, with a sweet little baby snuggled in a blanket sleeping in a wooden crib padded with hay but actually this was probably a cold cave a stone feeding trough there's no cozy blanket it's it's old used linen strips of uh, called swaddling clothing which is used for for holding sheep during shearing this is significant that mary wraps jesus in swaddling clothing and laid him in a manger an angel actually would later announce these very words um, to the shepherds in luke 2 jumping up to verse 12 and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. The swaddling clothes and the manger, this is a sign to the shepherds. Why is that a sign for the shepherds? Well, they're most likely tending lambs who will be used in uh, for sacrificial offerings. The fact that Jesus is wrapped in, a sw- in swaddling clothes is a sign that he too is a sacrificial lamb he is the baby this baby jesus is the lamb of god this baby will become the sacrificial lamb for all of us this baby is the messiah the savior the one who covers over our sin by his sacrifice this baby will offer up his own life one day and by his life given We are forgiven of sin. So the baby Jesus is wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. Why a manger? Well, because Jesus is born in a humble place where animals are kept. Why? Because there's no room in the house. Um, Look what happens here. Mary laid him, this is verse 7, laid him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Now, many scholars believe that this phrase that has traditionally been translated, no room in the inn, uh, is actually translated more correctly in the NIV, which says no guest room available in the home. This phrase is most likely referring to relatives of Joseph who live in Bethlehem and basically, uh, you know, his great uncle says, hey, sorry, Joe, Aunt Harriet already has the guest room. There's no room for you. And all our other relatives, are. every couch is taken, every carpet on the floor is being used. There's just literally no room for you in our home. And Joseph is like, but Mary's about to have a baby. We've, we have no place to go. Well, I, I guess you could sleep out with the animals. Okay. Now, I personally can't imagine sending this young girl who's about to have a baby out to the barn. Uh, I can't imagine doing that. I would never send baby Jesus out to the barn. But actually, I believe that Jesus sometimes gets booted to the barn. Jesus wants a spot in our home. And sometimes we just don't make space for it. We say to Jesus the same thing that this relative said to Joseph. They came knocking on the door, and the answer was, Sorry, no room is available in our home. My life is filled with other things, more important things. Um, Family is a priority, and my family expects a lot from me. Work, Work demands constant attention and long hours. Sometimes I bring work home, right? It's just there's no way around that. I have a long list of of house projects, um, and that keeps me busy. By the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I've got nothing left. So what do we do? Well, the entertainment center takes central space, uh, an important place in some of our homes. What is left for Jesus? So candy and I we love decorating for Christmas, and you know we really go all out we have some outdoor decorations um, i I go back in the in the woods and cut some fresh boughs and we use those in some planters and uh, we have two trees upstairs and another one downstairs. Um, we get all these Christmas plates that the kids made when they were little and um, we we get those out. We switch out all our regular coffee mugs with Christmas mugs. Um, you know, we just, we we spend a lot of time decorating our home for Christmas. One of the things we put out is a, is a nativity scene. It's there to remind us that Jesus was born in a stable. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothing and he was laid in a manger. And yet, all these decorations and all the time spent getting all the presents and wrapping them and decorating the tree and putting all this together, do we become so busy preparing our home for Christmas that there isn't much space left for inviting Jesus into our home? I can't help but think about that as I read this story. There was no room in the home for Jesus to be born. He was booted to the barn. Um, I, I think about this verse in Revelation uh, chapter 3, verse 8, where Jesus says this. Jesus says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. What a beautiful invitation. Uh, Jesus invites himself over. (laughs) He knocks on the door of my home. He wants to come into my home. He wants to live inside my house. He wants to actually be the main focus of my home. Listen, I have to ask myself, do I have room for Jesus in my home? Do you have room in your life to have Jesus Central in it. Jesus stands at the door and knocks. He's not going to force himself in. He patiently stands outside in the cold, knocking on the door. So let's not leave Jesus standing outside. Let's not put him in the garage. Let's not boot him to the barn. Let's invite Jesus into our home as we gather for a meal. As we read scripture together, as we pray together, as we play together, as we share gifts, as we spend time as family and friends together, let's make sure that Jesus is central. I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. That's a beautiful promise. Let's make sure this Christmas that our home is a place where Jesus is not only invited in, but he's given the seat of honor at our table. Let's experience the joy and the love and the peace that comes when Jesus comes into our home. Let's put Jesus at the very center of our home life. Today on Christmas Day, and every day in the coming year. Let's pray together. Lord, I know that you are knocking on the door of my home, and I want to open the door to you. So, Lord, we we invite you in. We invite you into this space in our home, in our hearts. We invite you into every part of our lives. The hardships, the hopes, the habits. Lord, be, be central in my home. Jesus, thank you for coming to this human planet as a vulnerable little baby, being wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. Lord, thank you for coming to us. We receive you. We take you into our hearts and into our homes. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: i
5: Hello, First Church family. Pastor Jaime here, and it is so good to be with you and yours on this most special of occasions as we celebrate and remember the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Over the past several weeks, throughout the Advent season, we have been in a sermon series titled, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and I have to tell you I love that title because as we've mentioned several times, the name Emmanuel means God with us. And that name, that message is so profound because it reveals to us the heart of God and his desire to be in proximity to us. And that's what Christmas is all about, God with us. As Pastor Chris shared about the birth of Jesus, I could not help but feel a bit challenged and even convicted by the Christmas story in Luke's gospel. It's really easy for us to hear that story and to think, how could that innkeeper not make room for them? How can this person not make room for Jesus? You know, even if they didn't have room, they should have made room, right? But then we realize that we are all the innkeeper and we all have a very important decision to make. And although we have a Savior who goes to prepare a place for us in the Father's house, we don't always reciprocate. We don't always prepare a place for Him in our own homes and in our own lives. So many times we don't have room And even worse, we're simply unwilling to make room. You know, sometimes we think that going to church and visiting our Father's house every Sunday is enough. We get into that routine. And and don't get me wrong, we we should definitely do that. It's really important for us to be in fellowship with each other and to worship our God together. But friends, God's not just interested in weekend visits from us. Our Father, he wants full custody of his children. That means weekends. That means weekdays as well. And he wants us in his house, but he also wants to be in our homes too. And Revelation 3 reminds us that he stands at the door and he knocks because he wants to abide with us and he desires to reside in us. That's the kind of father we have. And that is the kind of savior that we need. 2 Corinthians 9.15 says this, Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. And that inexpressible gift, that gift too wonderful for words, is Jesus. And my prayer is that we would not only accept this priceless and precious gift from God, but that we would make room in our lives and in our homes and give Him the place that He deserves in our lives. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for inviting us into your home today. And be encouraged, for unto us is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. God bless you, and Merry Christmas.